It's April 27, 2023. My name is Jimmy Van, and this is KYM Live. My guest considers Inspector Gadget to be the greatest cartoon of all time. He is a big proponent of Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, and I'm sorry to say he is a big fan of the Vancouver Canucks. My condolences, my friend. He is an MMA journalist and producer. This is James Lynch. James, how are you, man? Doing awesome, Jimmy. I was telling you off air. It's been way too long. I really have. I was so happy when I got the email and the invite. So uh, yeah, thrilled to be here, man. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Always good to talk to you, buddy. It's been a while. And uh, how are you liking those playoffs, James Lynch? How are you liking them? So you know what? Like we have the Kraken, right? Like, and that's kind of, I'm kind of living vicariously through them because our management team is completely incompetent. So this is like my way of like enjoying the playoffs a little bit, but the hockey itself has been amazing. Like, even if you don't like the Leafs or anything, just the drama of everything, it's been, it's been cool. The Oilers look like they finally are going to do this as well. I'm not Maybe. saying this just because I'm on the show, but um, yeah, I'm just, it's, it's been a really cool playoffs this year. So I can't even complain. I'm just, I'm hoping, I mean, look, we can't even tank properly of all years to tank and you want to get the local kid, Connor Mc- they can't even do that <laughs> properly we're gonna end up drafting like 11 so amazing amazing i mean i all i gotta say is i hope the crack can beat the avalanche that's all I gotta oh say. same here yeah yeah we need some parity here you know it's good it's important well it'll be a good easier path for the oilers but uh, we'll, we'll see play. i don't know kraken man they're getting results from all different types of people that's a dangerous team oilers we'll in five if they play the kraken oilers okay in five. Make, yeah listen i'd probably it. take that bet too yeah all right here's what's gonna happen we're gonna talk to kyn7 seven of the top news stories of the week that are stupid funny or weird i'll get your reactions and i'll ask you questions along the way and guys, get in your super chats to get your question or statement right on the air. If you don't want to donate through YouTube or if you can't catch the show live, go to kynchat.com, leave a question or statement anytime you want, and we'll read it on the air. And you said you've seen this before, James, so I got seven good ones again. These are all real. They're completely ludicrous. But I uh, can't wait to get your thoughts. You ready to go? Let's, I'm born ready. Let's do it. Let's start with story number seven, reported by deserto.com. And you are a dad, so you might be able to relate to this. So a man named Will Myers, he posted his story on TikTok. He said he had to pick up his son from school because he made a big mistake when he was packing his kid's lunch. James, what was the mistake that he made when he packed his kid's lunch? Ooh, uh, well, I'm guessing if it's like pretty bad, it's probably something that the kid was not supposed to bring to school. Maybe something the dad that... uh... Jeez, I'm just trying to think like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know where we could go with this. This is kind of open-ended here. I'll just say that he put, um, maybe he put alcohol in there. I don't know. Like I am just, I'm thinking right now, like uh, it's, it's gotta be something the kid, I mean, if you're getting that phone call from school and I've had that before, uh, it's, it's never a good thing. Mr. Lynch, you nailed it. Instead of putting a can of sparkling water in there, he put a can of Guinness and we have a clip courtesy of money man Myers on TikTok. Look at this. You see one of these is sparkling water and he likes for me to pack that in his lunch, because it's awesome. One of these is not sparkling water. Although it looks like sparkling water can, it is not sparkling water. My first question, my first question, and I'm a father too, like you, and I know that they can be very picky at school. The water's called liquid death. Did you see that? The water's called liquid death. How many schools are going to let you put something in the kid's lunch called liquid death? Like, how does that even get away? Is, is there not like a PC uh, version of this? You know what I mean? A Canadian reference for people who don't know, but yeah, that honestly, the can look like an energy drink or something. So even that, like you don't really want to be giving kids uh, that for school, but uh, I, I can understand the mistake because of the coloring, but also like uh, probably not a good idea to give your kids something that's named that anyways. It's not going to go over well with the teachers. No, like I, I would expect a phone call. I yeah, would, oh, yeah. I would expect, even though it's sparkling water, that's what I would expect. Yeah. So there you go. And of course, it's TikTok. So you always got a question if it's full of shit anyway. 
That's you true. Know? Cloud it cloud is addicting, right? Yeah. We know this now nowadays. So that could be part of it. All right. Yeah. So for every story, I like to try to ask a question related to it. And mm-hmm. so my question for you with this one, have you ever given your kids something that maybe you shouldn't have? Maybe it was a drink. Maybe it was a food item. Maybe it was a recreational item. Have you ever given them something maybe you shouldn't have? So not yet, thankfully, but I have forgot his lunch. And that's happened a couple of times where I've had to like run over to the school and give him something because the teacher's like, yeah, you didn't pack his lunch. And I was like, ah, because like he has a couple of things he's got to put in his backpack. My my oldest is in kindergarten. So uh, this is all new. Like, you know, preschool is a different story. Kindergarten, totally different animal. But I've definitely done that where I have let like, you know, given his, you know, he's got his jacket, his sweater, whatever, but I forgot the lunch. And then, you know, kids, you know, making my kid malnourished here. It's not very good. <laughs> I've had situations where I turn my back for a second and next thing i know they're trying to light a match Ooh, yeah see yeah, stuff like that because there's like a birthday cake on the table or something yeah so yeah you always got to watch but i have never given them liquid death and i sure as hell have not given them a can of guinness and so father of the year good for me <laughs> right there. let's go to story number six reported by the times of india okay so there's a brother and sister sister in the indian city of bhopal and they were fighting over a small cell phone because they both wanted to use it right a 15-year-old girl, so the sister's 15, she came up with a solution to try to permanently end this dispute, all right? You mm-hmm. want to use the phone. I want to use the phone. I got a solution. James Lynch, what was her solution? Oh, geez. Um, she probably – now, this one's a little bit more tricky. Uh, <laughs> if, if, if they both want to use the phone um, – I would say they hang out all the time, but they're not brother and sister. Don't do that. That, that That's going to be crazy. Uh, did she buy another phone or did she get some sort of knockoff phone that, that the brother's now using? I don't know. I, this one, you got me stumped. I'll be honest. Way better solution, way better answer. But no, what she did was she swallowed it. Ooh. And we have pics after it was removed. This is real. Look at this. There yeah. they are. The girl started experiencing severe abdominal pain and persi- pers- persistent vomiting. They went to the hospital. It took two hours of surgery to remove, and apparently she's going to be fine. But that's what she chose to do is swallow the damn phone. You're 15 years old. Are you not old enough to know what the hell you're doing? Yeah, that's a weird one. I, I mean, that, that takes a lot of courage to do that. I don't think I could do that. I mean, thank God this isn't like an iPhone 13 or something. That would have taken way longer, the surgery. I don't even know if she could have got that in there. But that phone, that looks like an old school like Nokia phone, uh, you know, back when we were growing up. Uh, you kids out there, we had phones that didn't have color screens or, uh, you know, text messaging even. I remember those days. It's, uh, it's crazy to see that uh, people are using those phones. But that, oh, geez, like what goes through your head to do that? I don't get that. You call it courage. I call it something else. Yes. Okay, fine. Not courage, but uh, <laughs> stupidity, I guess, uh, would, would be the best one there. That's what it is. And the only thing I can think of is maybe, you know, you said, why didn't she get another phone? I mean, they're in a, a town in India. Maybe they get, that's what they had. You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. Times are so, tough when you're swallowing phones, for sure. I guess they must be. So have you ever had a dispute over an object that saw you destroy the object in order to end the dispute? No, but I will admit this on air. This is a way more embarrassing story. One time I was at a friend's house at a party, actually. And, uh, you know, I had a few drinks and my friend and I were like, uh, hey, that looks like some beef jerky. Let's go, you know, have some or whatever. I don't know. It was just we were at a party or whatever. We had a couple of drinks. We were hungry. It was dog food, Jimmy. So I, I've listen, I've ingested things that I shouldn't be ingesting. So I can relate to the story that way. Okay, whoa, whoa, okay, okay. We we have we have to we have to go further with this. Yeah. Where was the dog food? Was it in a plastic bowl in the corner of the room on the floor? No, it wasn't that bad. It's not like I saw it on the ground and whatever. No, it was in like a tub that was 
it looked like you know beef jerky was in there it was like a plastic clear uh, tub you know the same you'd find like cashews in and it had all this like what looked like beef jerky but it was like jerky for dogs so yeah not good uh-huh how'd it taste uh, not bad actually. Uh, but, but I, after the fact, my buddy's like, uh, you know, that's for the dog. And I was like, Ugh. so yeah, that wasn't good. So you stopped after one bite on that one. Uh, I might've had two, but, uh, yeah, it, it was not great. Protein. This was in my twenties though. I've evolved since then. Yeah. Protein, protein. Yeah, exactly. All right. Reminder guys, get into your super, super chats to get your question statement right on the air or go to kynchat.com. Leave a contribution at any time and we'll read your question or statement on the next show. All right, Mr. Lynch, let's go on to story number five reported by latest lee okay this one's good so the mayor of the town of kalima in colombia his name is martin alfonso magia he came under fire recently for some controversial public antics and an opposing political party is is requesting a disciplinary investigation because they want to see this guy disciplined and maybe even get him removed you and i you know we lived in toronto we dealt with the rob ford era james oh yeah what did the mayor of Kalima, Colombia, get caught doing? Well, I don't think he got caught smoking crack. Uh, that bar was set pretty high by Mr. <laughs> Ford there. But um, I'll say uh, had an inappropriate relationship. That seems to be what happens in politics a lot. Actually, we're dealing with that. Uh, aren't you guys dealing with that now with, uh, with John Tory, right? That's correct. Yeah. Uh, so he went a little bit closer to the Rob Ford side than the John Tory side. Ooh, he got, he got drunk in a bar. He stripped down and he danced around buck naked. And we have a video clip courtesy of K Pasa, uh, Cali Vey on Twitter. Look at that. At first, I was thinking, Joel Pearl, did you remember to censor that? <laughs> I was thinking that at first, but I think we're okay. I mean, politicians are people too, right, James? What do you yes, think? Yes, for sure. I thought that was Randy from Trailer Park Boys. Honestly, that's who it looked like. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. I, I feel bad. I mean, you know, you have too many to drink. He didn't even get like a $5 bill thrown at him or anything. So uh, yeah, not a, not a good look overall. Um, thankfully, I have not uh, danced on a table naked before. So he's got me beat. That you can remember. That I can remember, yes. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. All right, so you are a pretty straight-laced guy. Are there any memorable incidents where you became the center of attention, even though maybe you didn't intend to? Uh, yeah, my bachelor party in Montreal uh, back uh, however long ago it was, how many years I've been married. I got married in 2015. Um, yeah, I had to go on stage uh, pretty much naked, and I got whipped So <laughs> at, a, at, an, at a, an adult establishment. At a, at a strip club. Yes, exactly, yes. That's uh-huh. A, Fascinating. Are there any, uh, is there any evidence of this? I thankfully not. I don't think so. Uh, I, I would, I would hope my bachelor party, uh, did not, not take any, I don't think, no, I don't, I don't think there, I think there might be audio though, because I think my friend like recorded it. Cause like you can't, obviously you can't film anything in an adult club. You get kicked out. So I think he like, recorded it on his phone. So yeah, every now and then I'll bring it up. I was once at a bar on St. Patrick's day and it was rammed cause it was St. Patrick's day. And I had a few too many pops and somebody suggested, you know, Jimmy, you should stand up and start singing wind beneath my wings. <laughs> and I didn't know the words to wind beneath my wings, but I okay. knew the tune and I decided at the time it sounded like a great idea. Well, when, you know, after a few bars, the entire bar got quiet and the entire packed bar watched me and even helped me with the words. And I performed wind beneath my wings Wow! at the bar on St. Patrick's day. I've always remembered that story. No, so, no video evidence of this. Apparently not. If there is, I'd be happy to share it. 
There you go. Yeah, get Simon but, Cowell uh, to read it. You know? Yeah, maybe I should. Maybe I should. All right, let's go on to story number four, reported by the Bucks Free Press. This is weird, but, uh, you know, people. So a woman in Buckinghamshire in England, she was left puzzled by a nuisance that was left on her doorstep. Now, I'm not sure if this is some kind of a TikTok challenge because, you know, several weeks ago we did a story and somebody was leaving Uber Eats outside like unsolicited. So maybe it's some kind of a challenge. But somebody for several weeks was knocking on this woman's door and then they were leaving something on the doorstep and then they would disappear. Uh, James Lynch, what was, what was this person or people, what were they leaving behind? Uh, I, I, I don't know why my mind went here. I just, for some reason thought of this, it's feces with a birthday candle in it. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. No, someone was standing up open boxes of cereal and they were leaving them alongside a jug of milk and we got pictures. Look at this. There they are. That's what they were doing. Yeah. And I, and I, I, like I said, a couple of weeks ago, we had a story in this podcast in different cities, including Vancouver. People were sending unsolicited Uber Eats orders to other people for no reason. Here's another one where they're leaving a, a cereal feast. What do you make of it, man? I mean, you talk about wasteful. Big time cereal killer right there. If I say so, no pun intended, but no, it's, oh, uh, that was it's cute. That, that's listen, I'm a dad. Now I can get away with these jokes. So um, I, I just, uh, yeah, that's, that, that's surprise. Like what's, I mean, it's, it's Kellogg's it's, it's cornflakes. Like what do you got against cornflakes? Like, is this supposed to be some message? Is it an ex employee? I don't know. I have so many questions about this. I'm trying to put my mind in the, in the, put my mind in the mind of the person that did it. Obviously they're trying to be funny. Yeah, but like unless they have surveillance set up in order to watch the reaction of the person, what are you getting out of it? You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. I just, I just have a hard time. But you know, people—that's where we live in. All right, James Lins, what is your favorite go-to breakfast cereal? You know, cereal is not very good for you, but if I had to pick my favorite, because I used to eat a lot of it as a kid, cinnamon toast crunch, hands down. Worse, worse really? cereal for you health-wise, but I love cinnamon toast crunch when I was a kid. Have you ever tried Magic Spoon? Uh, I have. Yes. That's the keto one. I actually was sponsored by them for a couple months. They were, they, yeah. were great. they yeah. are a fightful sponsor and maybe yeah. I'll isolate this clip and I'll put it up because I love magic spoon. I order it now. Not oh, yeah. because, not because they're a fightful sponsor, high protein, low sugar. That is my go-to magic spoon. It's good stuff. Oh, it's great. And to the point of where like, I think we had an agreement at some point where I just like, just send me some cereal and I'll mention it. I love the cereal too. So it's yeah. great. Yeah. All right. There you go. Let's go to story number three. We're whipping through these man. Story number three reported by My London News. So there's a company in the UK called Domestos, and they make bathroom cleaning products. They came up with a stunt in London in a place called Trinity Boy Wharf as a clever form of marketing and promotion. James Lynch, what kind of a stunt do you think that this company came up with? Marketing promotion, and they're doing a stunt. Um, I just imagine someone walking around with like a big billboard in like a busy city or something like that to get people's attention. Am I totally off here? Uh, a little bit. So I said that the company makes bathroom cleaning products. Oh, bathroom cleaning products. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so <laughs> yeah, then it wouldn't be that, uh, someone dressed up as the bottle. Okay. Yeah. They, they took it up a notch. So they called it Lou with a view, a public toilet, five stories up. And here is a video explaining it courtesy of Lou's of London on TikTok. Look at this. Have we got an exclusive for you? It's London's first Loo with a View. A must-pee attraction. The Loo with a View was created to celebrate Domestos' power foam toilet cleaner. And as London's biggest Loofluencer, it would have been ludicrous for us to miss out. Up, up and away. Oh. So, would you consider peeing in the sky, or do you think you might get stage fright? 
Yeah, no, I think I I I, th- I think I could probably do it, but yeah, I I think um, actually no, I wouldn't be able to do it. I, heights are not. Yeah, that's that, that's not good. Why was the lady whispering? That's what I want to know. What that, that that was the first thing that it caught my attention. Like, is this supposed to be some sort of marketing thing? It's like one of those ASMR things. <laughs> Maybe she thought that that's bathroom etiquette. Could be, know. yeah. Maybe like you got to be quiet like, in the like, bathroom. I don't know. You've heard of bed, bedside manner? Maybe like toilet side manner? Yes, exactly. Yes, that's Maybe probably that's what it was. Yeah. yeah See, so. for me, if I got to go, like, if you really need to take a piss, let's just be honest, you really need to take a piss. Now you got to wait for this thing to come down. And then when you get in, you got to wait for it to go back up. And then it's going to be up there teetering like this because it's just on a crane. So yeah. it's going to be up there teetering like this. You're going to have urine. Like, I know. Yeah, it wouldn't be I'm very saying? ideal. No, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think if I, like, I've had situations where you've had to go, but you just go, right? Like, we're lucky as men that we can kind of do that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think if I was up there, I think I could probably still do it. Yeah. I, I think I'd mentally, I'd just be like, I got to get it out. It's, it's good. Right, right. You'd be focused. You'd be focused. Yeah. So, okay. So I could ask anything related to this, Sure. but I'm going to go in a completely different direction. I'm going to stick with an English theme, but I'm going to go in a different direction. Are there any songs by a British artist that you love so much? You can recite them word for word. Uh, Elton John, I'm still standing. I love that song. All right. Let's hear it, James Lynch. Let's hear it, bud. Uh, oh, now, now that I'm okay, now, okay. Hold on, hold on. As I say that, I try, try to remember the words here. Uh, you, you don't ever know what it's like. Uh, it's your hearts. Oh, geez. Now, now you got me. Okay. I, I take that back then. Here, I, I just like the song. I just, I guess I can't perform the lyrics. Uh, uh, here, you got me red in the face, Jimmy. You got, you got it done. So I like Elton John too. And, but one song that comes to mind for me, even though it's by an American artist, but there's a British MMA fighter that uses that song. Darren Till, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I always, I always like sweet Sweet Caroline Caroline in like a big arena setting. Yeah, that one's, that one's amazing. Because everyone sings along with it. It's a great song to come out. Exactly. I I remember one of his fights when it was getting to the chorus and he started running because he wasn't out of the tunnel yet. Yeah. So he started running because he wanted to be in the arena when the chorus hit. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, uh, good call. Yeah, that's another. I'm just trying to. Do I know any British songs like word for I don't think I do. Maybe I just it's one of those things where I'm just like not paying attention to the to the care, the future karaoke that would happen from it, I guess. Maybe the Beatles. They're pretty famous. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not a big Beatles guy, actually, to be honest. Oh, no. Um, no, I, you know, people are like hardcore into the Beatles. I've never been that guy. I, I, you know, I kind of found them out later as I was older. I know that sounds weird, but um, I just never like took a liking to them as much as other people do. Like there's people who are like huge fans, like do the exhibits and all the album stuff. It was never me. I don't know why. Hmm, interesting. We should, we should do a podcast episode about what James Lynch likes for music. We should there do you go. Yeah. It's all over the place. We'd be, uh, <laughs> I, I, we get all types of audiences too. All in. types, all types. Yeah. All right. Final reminder, getting your super chats to get your question or statement right on the air or go to kynchat.com, leave a contribution at any time and uh, we'll read them on the next show. All right, James, time for story number two reported by the Chi- South China morning post. Okay. Uh, you had relationships prior to getting married, I assume, right? Yes. Not, uh, believe it or not, not a uh, virgin until marriage. Not a virgin. Okay, good. So, so we'll see if maybe you can relate to this. A sure. lovesick man in China was mm-hmm. rejected by his girlfriend in a desperate attempt to get her back. He showed up at her office and he did something that got him a lot of attention. Kind of went viral. James Lynch, what did the guy do in a desperate attempt to get uh, the lady back? So uh, he did not probably go and give her flowers because this has got to be a lot crazier than that. So I'm going to go a step further. He, re- he, he reenacted the scene from uh, Love Actually with John Cusack and he had the boombox over his head. 
that might have actually been successful. Yeah. Uh, no, what he did was he got down on his knees and he stayed there for 21 hours. Yikes. And we have pictures. Go ahead, Joel. So res residents gathered around because the dude legitimately stayed there for 21 hours. Residents gathered around. Somebody called the police. They showed up. They told the guy to leave. He refused. Apparently, it was for not. The girl did not take him back. And uh, eventually, he just decided uh, it's time to go. There's the cops talking to him. Didn't work out. What do you think? Do you would you consider this? Let's let, let's turn the tables. Yeah. Let's say that you broke up with a girl. Yeah. And then James Lynch is at work, and he and somebody tells him, "Hey, there's some chick, and she's been on her knees on the sidewalk over there for like the last eight hours." Would you look at that like that's pretty endearing, or would you look at that like somebody called the cops? Restraining order. Come on. Uh, you know, there's plenty of people in the world. You don't need to focus on that. And by the way, was he wearing a Vancouver Grizzlies windbreaker? It kind of looked like it there. I don't know, Joel. Let me see. Put the picture up. I don't think it is, but it had the colors, the teal and the, uh, and it kind of looks like a grizzly on the back with the basketball. I don't know. I mean, that bit. would explain why he looks so dejected. Yeah, exactly. I know the, the, two things, the team leaves and then his uh, girlfriend leaves. Right. So it's not good, <laughs> but uh, no, I don't, I don't think so there, but yeah, that's um, you know, I, I just, people got to there, There's lots of people out there. You know, you'll, every, everyone will find love. You just got to find the right match, you know? Okay. So <laughs> do you have any stories? So you've had relationships prior to getting married. Yeah. Do you have any stories of somebody going to great extremes to try to win you over, or maybe you went to great extremes to try to win somebody else over. No, thankfully I didn't do any of that. Yeah. John Cusack stuff uh, back when, back in my heyday. Um, I'm trying to think of someone that did something for me that was maybe a little bit over the top. Um, I just remember, I, I mean, this is very mediocre story, but the only thing that comes to mind is I, I remember dating a girl and then like immediately she's like, are we boyfriend, girlfriend? I was like, we just had like two dates, like slow <laughs> the breaks down a little bit. I know you're looking for a commitment here, but we gotta, we gotta see how this moves around a little bit. I remember having that one time and that was a bit uh, off putting as I'm sure it would be for the female side of things. If, uh, you know, a guy is ready to commit that soon, but I think that's the one that, that kind of comes to mind uh, for, for me when you ask that question. Was that a high school thing? Cause in high school, no, it was my twenties, believe it or not. No, I didn't really? date one in high school. Yeah, I know. I know. It's crazy. But it was with, I mean, to, to, to be fair, I think it was a girl that had not dated a lot. So maybe she didn't understand the rules, so to speak. But uh, I didn't date a lot in high school. I was playing sports and I was too busy. So it was just, you know, it was what it is. In high school, they always use the term going together. Right. They're, that's they're true. Going well, that, together. Maybe in your day, not in my day. I think they called it something a little bit different. But uh, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Like uh, going steady, I guess, would be is what going they used steady. To yeah, going steady. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. Time for story number one reported by today okay so you're probably familiar with the oscar meyer wienermobile right it's yes, been traveling around for years they promote oscar meyer products we have a picture of the wienermobile there it is everybody's kind of been familiar with that oscar meyer came up with an idea to try to get some publicity i mean who knows maybe people are eating healthier maybe they're cutting down on processed food so oscar meyers came up with an idea to try to get some publicity they called it a once in a lifetime opportunity James Lynch, what do you think was Oscar Mayer Wienermobile's once-in-a-lifetime opportunity? Free wieners for life, right? It has to be that. Is that a once-in-a-lifetime? Well, maybe because you'll die. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that's yeah. why. Yeah. No, so for a limited time, they turned the Wienermobile into a wedding chapel. And oh. we have pictures. Go ahead, Joel. Look at that. <laughs> I so, love the suit. And the woman's wearing a suit, too. That's amazing. The woman's wearing a suit, too. So yeah. for two days... They parked outside the iconic Little White Chapel in Las Vegas. People could then sign up to have their wedding conducted by Oscar Meyer staff free of charge, so long as they had a valid marriage license already. There's the see that? That's a hot dog cake. See that? Wow. Oscar Meyer's hot dog cake. I don't know. 
Yeah. I I don't know. I don't. I mean, you had dog food, so you know you're probably okay. Exactly. I'm. Yeah, I'm all right at, <laughs> at, this, at this stage. By the way, was that producer Joel in the photo? I did not want to put single him out here. So, I mean, uh, maybe he had to moonlight. I don't know, Joel. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Some extra work on the side there, bud. That's possible. So I don't know, James. What do you think? I mean, you're married. I'm married. I think you got to really, really like hot dogs in order to go for that. Look at that. There they are doing the ceremony right in front of the Wienermobile right there. What do you think of that, bud? I think the only. Well, I was, I was going to say, I think that only works if you have some sort of hot dog themed story, like maybe the first date was at a baseball game and you spilled the hot dog on someone or something along those lines, but, or, or maybe you worked at the company and you met at work. Those are the only two scenarios I see being acceptable for doing something like that. Uh, I'd be curious to hear what the story is uh, from their end of things. Possible. Like when you go to the little white chapel, you're doing it usually because it's the little white chapel. And right. so, cause it's the iconic one. So I'm trying to understand if you show up there and then the Wienermobile is in the parking lot. Yeah. how you would be incented. Let's get married at the Wienermobile. You know, they're probably like a fun laid back couple. You know, I respect that, Jimmy. I really do because uh, I think like, you know, someone brought this up to me years ago. Like, you know, when you're talking at your wedding, you're doing your vows, you don't ever talk like that at any other point. So why not switch things up, throw a little wild card in there. You know, I'm sure the people at the wedding enjoyed it. I mean, that's a wedding you'll remember forever. That's another thing. Like, I think people do a lot of the same stuff for every wedding. If you have that one wedding that's a little bit unique, people will remember that forever. Just a tip for you, a single people out there. That's a good point, at least until divorce. Yeah, that's that, a good that too. Point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and in a divorce, do you have to get back the wedding gift? I always wondered that. I think there's got to be a timeline on it. That's true. Yeah, at okay. least thirty days. If if you divorce within thirty days, I think there's got to be, a, be. A, a back. Wasn't policy. it Seinfeld where they gave them a TV and then like that's they didn't right. happen? And yeah, yeah, like I think you got to figure out what the timeline is. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. I, I think that's fair. I mean, you, listen, it's a lifetime commitment. If you can't make it thirty days, uh, you know, all all bets are off. Yeah, f- f- at least thirty days. At least. Yeah. All right. So if you could have any fast food or any junk food at a formal event, it doesn't have to be a wedding. It could be any kind of a formal event. But if you could pick any fast food or junk food to have there, what would that uh, fast food or junk food be? Great question. Um, I'm just like, I. there's a lot of fast food I really like. You know what? I'm going to go A&W uh, matzo burger. I love those things, man. Fast food. That's like my go-to is, is A&W. Uh, we got one here in town where I live. Um, I, I go A&W hamburgers. Nothing beats that. Did you know that A&W now, all of their packaging is, you can put it in compost. Yeah, I didn't know that. They're they're pretty innovative. And you know what? They're, they've raised their prices, but they're also using like grass-fed beef I see now, which right, is like right, really right. Like good for like better than you know the, the competition so i'm all about that listen if i got to eat in, the, in a you know in a pinch here give me something a little bit more quality than your typical mcdonald's or dairy queen or whatever we have here in canada and not that i want to put anybody over because they don't pay me anything but hero right. burger is awesome too oh i used to have that all the time in toronto there was Fantastic. one I yeah very yes. good very good yes they're very yeah. good so, i used to say this was my really bad joke back then and i wasn't a dad so this was offside i said this at the time i said hero burger saved me from my hangover the next day that was my <laughs> joke always. i used to barbecue every saturday and every Every Saturday, I'd make burgers and dogs, and there was one Saturday when it was too cold, and so I ordered Hero Burger. Massive mistake, because now my kids don't want me to barbecue anymore. Now they just want me to <laughs> right, get Hero yeah. Burger. Yeah. They're, they're basing it on comparison. Yeah, great burger chain if you're ever in Toronto. Uh, is it exclusive to Toronto, I think, or where is, is it Canada-wide? I haven't seen I, them anywhere else. I'm not sure either. I, I, it's at least Ontario. I've seen them outside Toronto, so it's yeah. at least Ontario. So there you go, Hero Burger. All right. I want to thank our guest, James Lynch. James, tell the people what you're doing and where they can find you. First off, thank you for having me on. Great to talk to you. We got to do this again soon. You let me we know. Will. You got my email. We'll we'll figure it out. Um, also, just want to quickly mention uh, Sean Ross Sapp. I know uh, it's different, but big shout out to him and all his success. Just wanted to mention that too. Love Sean. Uh, Lynch on Sports, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. That's where you can find all my stuff. That's L Y N C H on Sports. Easiest way to get a hold of me. And uh, thanks again for having me on. Man. It's a lot of fun. 
Thank you, man. Always a pleasure to talk to you. That's going to do it for KYM Live. See you next Thursday at 4 o'clock Eastern time for more silliness. That's totally real. Until then, bye for now.